You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. My name is Omari Salisbury. Filling in for Trey Holiday this whole week. Much deserved time off for the community queen of Converge. Got a great show lined up for you today. Today is a very exciting day for us here at Converge as well. 3 p.m. over at T-Mobile Park. We're doing a private screening of our film Reconciliation Tour. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. As you might recall, um, some Man, a lot of the crew, we went down to Mississippi and Alabama back in July, hooked up with the John and Vera um, Perkins Foundation in Jackson, Mississippi, and put on a baseball camp for the youngsters down there and also traveled to Selma and Montgomery. Um, and so we'll, we'll, we have a nice trailer. We'll play that. And joined in the studio today as well by Jay Martin Jr. Man, and Jay's been making all the rounds around town been in all the theater. There he is. Uh, been in all the theaters and uh, was just with Basa Gordon um, this morning on the Rewind with Basa. You might have caught that. So we got Jay Martin Jr. in here with us. So that being said, you know, I can't get enough of this. And, you know, we're really proud of this film. Three o'clock today over at T-Mobile Park. This is the last time you'll see me playing the trailer at the morning show. We're going to play it for you right here. A team really just means, like, all the people just working together to do stuff. And I really like being on a team because I can't beat nobody with just only me. I need help. You're in the heart of the South. We're here at the John and May Perkins Foundation. Um, we're here running a baseball camp, working with uh, youth from West Jackson community, just trying to inspire them. The history of baseball in the black community started with the Negro Leagues. And with that, it created opportunities for community to come together. It was a piece of the culture. Baseball is an opportunity that really gives, it socializes, it really allows ourselves to create a social norm um, in our communities that we once had that preserves a cultural legacy. I think a lot of the kids that we worked with while we were here had never really played baseball before, um, especially some of the younger ones. Uh, you're kind of just introducing the game to them. You, you, you kind of see it through their eyes for the first time and you know, they, 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 they hit in a batting cage and they take a couple swings and they make contact and then... It's, a, it's an honor to be there for that. You know, our work continues to change the landscape of baseball and softball, um, particularly the systemic structure that's in place. We have to continue to find ways to uplift communities to really see baseball and softball as a viable option. Um, one, because it's the only sport we've ever owned, but two, it's also our ability to preserve the cultural legacy because we know play can heal. Athletic opportunities affirm the dignity of the people. 
and quicker than we know that we as good as others and that they can be like you and I can be like them and we can be like each other. That's a good time. Let's play together. Come play for us and we'll, I mean, it's easy to bond with us, it's easy to bond with me. So I mean, it's like, kind of like a second family. You are able to bring kids um, to a different community like Jackson and, and then take them to Montgomery. Um, you're starting to expose them to voices that, that haven't been heard. We're seeing a lot of, um, of the struggle of the civil rights movement and, and we saw it in Jackson, we'll see it in the museums in, in Montgomery. I just wanted them today to realize you have an obligation. You've been told, you've been challenged. What you do with it is up to you, but you can't say no one ever asked you to get out there and try. These kids, I'm just telling you, it's real exciting here, but it's also a big eye opener for our young kings from Seattle to really see something different. I'm just, I'm just hopeful that our young people will take something away from this, you know, even more than baseball. Just from the two days that we experienced here in Jackson, you know, what I saw is I saw inspiration. I, I saw hope. Um, I saw uh, an ability to be something. Come out and play with me is a beautiful thing. Let's play together. Reconciliation Tour, like I said, very excited today, 3 o'clock, Ellis Pavilion over at T-Mobile Park. Jay Martin Jr., <laughs> you know, well, well, welcome welcome to the set. When you first saw that, I was yeah. so surprised, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people out here didn't recognize um, Dr. John Perkins. Right, right. And that was the first thing you said. You were like, yo, yes. you guys met John Perkins? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of his and his work and what he does. And I think when I saw the trailer, it just hit me because it's so important that we give young people something to look forward to. And so what Converge is doing and partnering um, with the Perkins Foundation and all that stuff, I think it is so important that you know, again, like young people, give them something to look forward to. And this is so important in a world that is so chaotic. What we're doing here at Converge is beautiful for young people. And so it's hope. The biggest thing is it's hope for them. So it's yeah. beautiful. Nah, for sure. And you're talking about the young people, the young people down in Jackson, resilient, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we brought this up before that the water situation there made national news mm. after the flooding down there. But you couldn't drink the water when we was there. It wow. was under a full boil alert. When we was there in July, they said, don't do anything but shower in the water. Like you had to brush your teeth or everything. You need to have bottled water. Wow. So that's something that they've been living with there in Jackson, Mississippi, and that flooding. In America. Just, yeah, in America. You know what I'm saying? And that wow. flooding just made the, the situation worse. And, you know, what's, what's interesting is, is that we've proven time and time again as a country that when things are important to us, I mean, we find a fix for it right, right away. We right. can we can do anything. And then mm -hmm. COVID proved that again. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at a deteriorating water system there in the largest city in the state of Mississippi, you know, and it's a predominantly black city as well, Jackson, Mississippi, mm -hmm. and what they're going through there is like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's the same kind of feeling that people had back when I'm um, 
Katrina hit back in New Orleans and they felt like they were abandoned. And so, but to see how the people came together to, to, uh, to rise, you know, one thing about us as people, we will rise. We won't stay down regardless of what system out there may not be moving fast enough. We will figure out a way to rise. And so I think even seeing all of this has just been so amazing. And I love my people. I love us because we can't stay down. We can't, you know, good stuff. <laughs> Sorry. So we want to talk to you about a few things yes. today. Uh, you know, first thing is, is today is the, the new season yes. of the drive project podcast, right? Yes, yes, sir. And, um, I am, it's, it's almost like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm so full. Um, I am thankful for those that have, uh, walked this journey, you know, with me from season one to season five. And, you know, I told Basa something. I said, you know, what's so interesting is that I was actually going to let go of the podcast. You know, season five, I was like, you know, what? maybe it's come to an end. Maybe it's time for me to wrap it up. And then we connected. Now, I first knew of you at the Emmys. We all went to the Emmys, but not thinking anything connecting. And then you had heard an episode and you're like, what you doing with the podcast? And I was like, I'm actually thinking about letting it go. And you're like, no, no, your voice needs to be heard. <laughs> so I, I think we might actually have a video back there. This yeah. is Jay Martin talking to Basic Gordon this morning. Yes. How do you feel being at Converge? Because, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere for nowhere. you and it ended up, I mean, you work perfectly with us, but how does it feel to be a part of Converge Media? You know, I, I've said this before. It feels good to be seen. Yeah. It feels good to finally be recognized uh, for the work. And um, it just feels like a big family, you know, and I've said this before, you know, friends will push you to a, a certain level, but family they will really be like, look, they'll tell you the honest truth. Sometimes you don't want to hear it. But I feel like it's such a great family to really just push you to that next level. And so it feels good to finally land. I feel like I've been on a flight that's been bumpy Ooh. and I <laughs> and 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 it's been much turbulence. But, you know, we're here now. Yeah. And I feel like the podcast has a home because just to give a little context, I was actually going to let the podcast go Why? back in June. I felt like, you know, I did five seasons of it and I did it all on my own. And um, I'm so grateful for the launch with it. It opened up several doors, such as what you said, PBS, that came later, you know, after hosting so many different things and that door opened up. But I was like, you know, maybe it's time to lay it to rest. And then you, a DM from Big O. <laughs> Shout out to Big O from Converge. That is really Love how you, he pulled man. up on people. Like yeah, he pulled up, was like, what, what is this? And I told him about it. He says, I listened to an episode and I'm sitting here with my, my eyes filled with tears, you know. And um, I said, I'm actually going to let it go. He says, no, you're not. Let's push it. What do we need to do? And that was like a shot in the arm to never give up. Mm -hmm. I'm a big person of consistency is key. And so um, you just got to stick to the process. And I'm very grateful that finally the podcast has a home. So. Ooh. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah, uh, it's been definitely a journey, but I am so grateful to be a part of this family. It means so much to finally, like I said, with Besa to be seen. Um, you know, you could be in a room full of people and still not be seen. And I feel like finally it's like not so much the fact of like a spotlight, but you just feel like, hey, you, there's something about you. And I feel like finally that has connected and now the work can be seen in, in a much different light. And so it feels good to be a part of Converge. Well, I mean, it, it feels good to to have you here. And, you know, I, I think that what us is that 
I think that we have a good eye for talent yeah. and, and we, we try to move quickly with yes. the resources that we have, mm-hmm. you know? That's something that that was uh, that's very real, because from the moment we had our conversation to now, I feel like it's been like, catch the train. Let's go. We're not stopping. And it is that's one thing about Converge. When we say we're doing something, it has to be done. And so that's something that for me, this is probably the fastest turnaround from the start of what are we going to do to it's being done? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I look at it like this. Is it. um and one of the things that we say around here is that we have to do what we can while we can. Wow. You know, we have to do what we can while we can. And I always, I always wake up every day thinking like, man, if everything ended today, mm. if it ended today, would I be able to say I did what I could while I could Wow, for as many people as possible? That's real. You know, and um, I think that that's something that we try to 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 live by here at Converge. And when you look through all aspects of of all of our programming here and everything else, it's all about opening the doors yeah. for other people. You know, for for me personally, um, like I'm all right. Yeah, you know, and. That's why it's like a lot of people I understand where it's like, you know, even though I'm on air this week, <laughs> why I wanted to take a step back because I've always wanted to be in the background. My my job, everybody serves a purpose. Yeah. And the, the highest purpose that I can serve is to empower others. Mm. That's the highest purpose yeah. that I could possibly serve. Mm-hmm. So now am I able to serve purpose being on camera? Sure. Yeah. But the highest purpose that I can serve is to put others in a position for success. Right, right. I think it is also a disservice to um, when you know you're called to do something and you don't do it. There are other people on the other side waiting for you to step into what you're called to do. And so whether it be behind the scenes or in front of the camera, whatever it is, whatever you are called to do, I think it is very important because there are other people waiting to figure out how can they kickstart their dream or what do they need to do? What's next? And so it's hinged on the aspect of, wait, I saw somebody do something or they played their part. Now I need to learn how to play my part. So you know, I, I'm so grateful to all of you here, you know, that do what you do, especially you, man, like I, <laughs> you, you don't stop. <laughs> and I have so much respect because people say about me, well, Jay's here, Jay's, Jay, what's Jay? Because I'm, I'm thinking of, well, what's, who's on the other side that I might meet that I can help, you know, empower them. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's you. You right. <laughs> listen, listen. Jay, Jay be waking up to text messages. I don't sit at four thirty in the morning. Right. I'm like, oh, did he? I was like, God, let him get rest. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I just had an idea. Yeah. Like, we we yes. do this or do that. Yeah. I'm always hitting T Dub up, man. Yeah. I'll see something about some art or something bad anywhere. I'll hit T Dub. Like, oh man, got right. an idea. What about this? Yes. What about that? How can we do this and that? I know T Dub be like, man. Man, this guy <laughs> right right but like i mean when you when you move through life with that lens mm-hmm. of like man how can i uplift and empower others then everything you see as an opportunity yeah you know what i'm saying clearly if not for yourself then for mm-hmm. other people right right 
I yeah. fully agree with that. What can people expect from season six of the, the Drive Project podcast? You know, I one of the biggest things is I'm going back to the original intent, which is I love sitting with people and interviewing people um, and hearing their stories, whether they've overcome circumstances or challenges, but what is their level of success, personal success? And so I want people to kind of tap into like the conversation that I get to have with people. And at the same same time, I'm going to, you know, be uh, more vulnerable. You know, I'm going to open up and share stories about myself as well, too. And so I started that a little bit with season five, but I think I'm going to dive a little bit deeper, even going to maybe some of the things that I um, learned in therapy. You know, I want to be very transparent because, you know, I believe the world moves so fast and sometimes we don't know where we can feel safe to kind of open up and share. And so in this season, I want to create a space for people to feel like, you know what, I want to talk to them or I want to talk to somebody and open up and, you know, I'm going to start that business. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that job <laughs> and I'm going to go create something or I'm going to go after that job I've always wanted, you know? And so I feel like in this new season, you're really going to be inspired to do something and to be more open and vulnerable. So people can expect that from me. No, that's real. You know, I mean, like sometimes we just, we really need programming, man. Mm -hmm. And, and some, some people are fortunate enough in the circles they move in that their friends, their family, their colleagues right. are the ones that pour into them mm -hmm. with that messaging. Of, yeah. Oh, you can do it and everything else, you know? And then sometimes I remember, man, when I was, when I was driving Uber and Lyft, man, in between rides, I'd be sitting there listening to Les Brown. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I mean, man, for months and months and months, wow. you know, and then that program and that it's like, you know, and, and all these words. So even to today, you know, all those things stick, stick yeah. with me. Yes. But, you know, it was that positive reinforcement and, mm -hmm. you know, in, in being able to see things differently and, but constantly hearing a message. Right. Because one thing you said for sure is that things go fast, move fast. Yes. Yeah. But another thing is, is like, man, there's so much reinforcement of negative things all around Very us. True. And so you have to put yourself in a place, mm -hmm. a special place, especially, like I said, if you're not surrounded, personally in that kind of circle yeah. and you have to be intentional in finding that space. And for me, like I said, it was Les Brown, you know, when I was driving Uber and it sounds like, you know, right now it's the drive project podcast. People wow. can, can tap in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And kind of find that, that mental space and well-being yes. and, and self-enlightenment. And that was the goal for me. I wanted it to be to where, you know, either you're going for a walk, you're in that commute, you know, no matter where you're going, that you can get a minimum of like 10 minutes of inspiration, almost like a coffee shot, you know, or, you know, you hear an interview that's almost 30 minutes and it just really, we dig into it. You know, I think there's something to be said about getting in the dirt with somebody and, and not judging them, but allowing them to share where they're at or where they used to be and now how they've overcome. And when you continue to hear stuff like that, you'd be surprised how your inner person begins to open up and you're like, wow, well, maybe I can overcome some things or maybe those things that I thought I can't, you can do it. So I, I really hope that with this season, people really feel a sense of like, I can do this, you know, so. No, that's, that's real. And you can um, check out the Drive Project podcast by even searching Drive Project podcast yes. anywhere where you listen or searching Converge yes. Media Network. Yeah. We're on over 200 podcasting platforms. 
Um, switching gears here, man. You you've been the man about town. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Which is which is good. You know what I'm saying? You you're bringing a lot of um flavor to to <laughs> local performance halls. Yes, sir. Across the the city of Seattle. And the other day, mm-hmm. you were over there at the Pacific Northwest Ballet, yeah. McCall Hall. I've got a photo montage here. We'll go ahead and put this <laughs> up, and we'll, we'll let you talk about it here real quick. There. We got it up? There it is. Oh, yes. That's my little girl. Adeline, I love you so much. She loves to dance. Um, she's actually in dance um, courses and things like that. And she's always wanted to go to the ballet. Well, I surprised her and I said, do you want to go to ballet? And she even got to meet the principal, the principal dancer, one of the dancers. Yeah, and saw him there. It was phenomenal. And she saw him and she said, that's the guy. Daddy, that's the guy. I said, well, go on up, take the picture, girl, do what you got to do. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, I want to interview him. I want to ask him some questions. So we're looking at putting something together, but I think just the elegance of, and to see her eyes light up and this is her dream. And so I think it is important that parents, if you have children, create a space for them to see their dreams ahead of them and they could actually participate in seeing what it looks like to unfold. And so that was her. She even gave her own review. <laughs> she gave her own review. We're going to you know? get to that. Yes. How old is she? She is nine. So, man, check this out. My daughter, Victoria, mm-hmm. she was nine years old. When we both went to our first ballet, this first ballet as well. And we were down there in Houston and we saw the Nutcracker. Wow. Right. And and she wanted to go to the ballet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're down there, down there in Houston. Uh, So, yeah. So when you say that it was a special moment for you. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. It was so special. And I think just to see also what was amazing for her to see the, um, the people come forward and accept their new positions. You know, some of them went from different positions to now becoming principals, such as Jonathan, you know, and the celebration and all of that. And then she watched the show. It was just beautiful to see, like, this is tangible. You And to know Jonathan's story, you know, he started when he was young and now look at him today. So I was able to tell her that, no, don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. If this is what you want to do, you just... You know, we'll help guide you as you go, but you can actually achieve what's in your heart, you know? So I want to do the best I can with my kids to do something like that. You know, P&B is a a real kind of special relationship, generally with the whole company, right? but especially with with their dancers of Mm -hmm. color. Yeah. Um, Man, they they really feel at home right here at Converge. Right. And I can say that even across all the different companies, you know what I'm saying? Whether, whether it's the, the, the other theaters that are in town. Yeah. When, when people come in town, like Converge is now a place to go. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, it's another about, thing, we're oh, talking yeah. about ballet, but especially like, so the opera, when, yeah. when the opera comes in, people, know, they're like, Oh, you got to go to Converge. Right. And you know, a lot of a lot of these a lot of these artists, ballet dancer, opera singer, actors, actresses. Yeah. A lot of times they move all across America and all across the world, and they're never in a they're space never in a space like this right. right here in Seattle. And Jonathan actually brought up. He says, "I'm going to be um, connecting with Converge. I'm so excited." And his words were, "You know, it just feels so good to see representation." 
Those were his words. And yeah. that to me is beautiful. And my daughter said that to see somebody, she was like, they're, they look like me. And that, I was like, look, you're not going to have me cry. <laughs> she was like, they look like me, daddy. Yeah. I can do it. I think it's, I think it's, it's real dope. And yeah. if you was to ask me six years ago, we'll be doing shows where we got, you know, uh, ballet dancers and opera singers, I'd be like, nah. Right. So that's right. like, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So multi-talented, uh, like, like you, we, we've got a review here from your daughter of the show. Yes. Two things I love about the dances. They're all perfect, number one, and they're all spot on. I can't, I wish I could watch them dance all night long. And there's two more things I like. When they go in the world, when they put their legs up, gracefully. It's just amazing. But you can come back for more in a little. Remember, my name is Adeline. Adeline Olivia, Olivia Martin. Ooh, she, you know, she told me I got about 10 years and then I need to take a seat because she's going to take my jobs. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I can see that, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I said, can we do something together, yeah. Adeline? Get it in while you can. I'm trying to get as much as I can in, but she wants to do something with me. She's already put that out Man. there. She's like, I want to do something you with know you. What? So. Don, believe me, that's that's the the magic years yeah and you know what i'm saying childhood and being a parent yeah. and everything when them kids want to do something with you man you it means so my boys are like nah dad we playing basketball yeah. you go and do that little turn around spin stuff and talking <laughs> i said okay but my daughter she has the bug and she loves the camera she loves to talk and communicate and so i want to help put that you know work with her on that so i'm gonna try to take her to as many shows as i can and let her see this and then Go ahead and do your review, honey. Let's talk about it. So, all right. Big shout out to Pacific Northwest Ballet. Yes, yes. To, to Leah and Gary yes. over there. Very um, grateful. Real quick, you look at that camera there. Tell people how they can keep up with you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook if you still use Facebook. I know y'all do stuff, but it's Jay Martin Jr. And then, of course, you can subscribe um, through Converge on the podcast, the Drive Project podcast. It is available through Converge, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, you name it. But thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to you joining me on this journey as we tell the stories that people want to hear. All right, Jay Martin Jr. We're going to take a quick break right now. We come back the day with Trey continues. Community, it's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual Evening of Choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together, and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause. And together, we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access in Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th. And live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Choose 180. 
basically, fam, believe in giving. Like we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. All right, good stuff. Man, we're getting ready to get out of here. We're going to head over there to T-Mobile Park in a little bit. Like I said, big day for us. This this summer was uh, transformational for Converge, yes. um, you know, going down south and then also finding Go, um, the legacy of Adeho. I mean, we really stretched and tested ourselves this summer. Mm. And so, you know, I'm thankful. Yes, I'm thankful. This, I, Who would have thought that this would be the summer that I would join, you know, with such a great network? You know, you guys are phenomenal, and I'm so glad to be a part of the family. And I'm excited to see the unfolding. I know there's some big things coming. <laughs> My mouth is sealed, <laughs> and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one one last thing, though. Like, I, well, yeah, we're officially overtime, so we'll just stay overtime real quick. You said something in the mm -hmm. Rewind with Pesa this morning about the difference between buried and planted. Yes. Maybe you could go on. You know, um, I talk about at times being consistent in the dark. And sometimes you feel like when it's dark, when you're doing your dream, nobody sees you. Um, and it at times can feel like you've been buried and like what's going to happen. But it's all about perspective. In order for something to come forth, it has to be planted. And so if you look at your dream as it's planted and now you have to water it by being consistent in what you are doing, what you believe in. And I even said to Besa, I said, you know, the, the, the biggest person needs to believe in what you're doing is you. And then everything around you will be attracted to you. And so you can't wait on others to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe the most. And so when a seed goes into the ground and a farmer plants it, he doesn't go back and dig it. I'm like, where's the stuff? Where's my stuff at? It takes time, just like your dream. And so you have to flip it. You're not buried. You've been planted. Now allow life and experiences to water that dream and watch it unfold through your consistency. And it will be so beautiful. So. That's what I said. <laughs> All right. Jay Martin Jr., thanks for joining us today. We're going to get out of here. I said, and get, get ready for, get ready to head to the ballpark. Amazing thing. You know, Jay, I used to sell beer and peanuts there at that stadium. What? I know you even said earlier a Lyft and Uber driver. I said, I can't, what? Yeah, well, trying to, trying to get this converged. Wow. I was in the dark water in my plant, bro. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? I used to, used to sell beer and peanuts. There at T-Mobile Park. Yeah. And today we're premiering a film. See? Come on now. Man. Was it worth it? Of course. And, not, and what I also said was, and then on the other side of that harvest, not only do you reap from it, but others do. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of what you were willing to do in the dark. Look at today. Thank you. Thank you for the time that you invested. Thank you. Oh, thank you. If y'all ever needed a reason to check out the Dryer Project <laughs> podcast, Ray Martin is giving you one. We're over time. We're out of here. Big thanks to our live director, Daryl DQ Glover. Um, uh, a daily reminder to you, go forward in your purpose. Go forward in your humanity. And until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. 
Emerge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.